Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode The elephant in the room question and ask me questions if I was confusing. The elephant in the room. We've all heard the term. Nobody's asking about the elephant in the room. The thing that is so completely obvious but isn't being asked about. The elephant in the room question. And for a lot of Cubs fans, I think the elephant in the room question is something along the lines of why aren't the veteran hitters producing? Javier Baez, I saw something online today. His with OBA plus is the worst in the league. Someone else has a worse with OBA now, but Baez's season as a whole is as horrible as imaginable. Chris Bryant is not hitting. Anthony Rizzo is starting possibly to come out of his lengthy funk. But as of right now, the players that everyone relies upon everyone I put in quotes, isn't hitting. And the elephant in the room question for a lot of people is probably what is going to be done to get all these hitters to start doing better? You know, should should, uh, the 73rd hitting coach in a row be fired because the hitting coach is obviously at fault? Or is it David Ross's fault? Or it, But the, the question is, what specifically is wrong with the veteran hitters and what can be done to get the veteran hitters to start hitting? I think with a lot of Cubs fans, that would be the elephant in the room question. Why aren't these guys that I'm used to having on the Cubs as very productive offensive players, why aren't they getting it done? That would be something along the lines of the elephant in the room question. When will someone address the elephant in the room question? Well, I think that's actually been being asked quite a bit. How can you know Chris, Bar- Chris Bryant start hitting better? Javier Baez start hitting better? Um, Kyle Schwarber start hitting better. Wh- whoever you want to toss on there. Whichever guy. What can be done to get these guys to... Well, I think there's a different elephant in the room question that until the other elephant in the room question gets answered, the other problems will probably remain. And if we're trying to answer the wrong elephant in the room question, 
we're, we're looking in the wrong drawers. We're looking in the wrong places for solutions. Now, it would be nice if Bryant starts hitting, if Baez starts hitting, if Schwarber starts hitting, if Contreras starts hitting like we're used to. It would be very nice, without question. However, again, I think there's a deeper question. And until that question gets asked and answered, the Cubs are still in a bit of difficulty. And I don't think Cubs fans want to ask the other question, but it's not because they... um, It's not necessarily because they don't want to ask the question. It's because they don't know the question needs to be asked. Uh, Overnight, one of you was an absolute gem in that I was present while you were encouraging one of your friends to start tracking my podcast. And in the process, I accidentally into doing the same thing with another one of your friends. And it's been absolutely fabulous having people burrow through the backlog of podcasts. It appears they've enjoyed themselves. Um, I really do appreciate it when you take the time, take the effort to mention to one of your friends, hey, there's this podcast you might want to look at. There's this podcast you might want to listen to. Sometimes you'll recommend my podcast to a friend and they'll listen. It's like, well, thanks, but yeah, that's really not what I'm listening for or looking for or seeking out. Um, But when it does work, it's, it's so appreciated. It's appreciated even if it doesn't work because you're showing that you value the service I'm providing. And when it does take, it it's really f- fascinating on my end to see um, the numbers go up. Hit subscribe, hit share, hit retweet. If there's that one person in your universe, in your sphere of influence that might be interested in deeper dive questions, that might be wondering... Well, what if we're asking the wrong questions? I love asking questions. And I love asking questions that are the wrong questions. Because if I ask questions that are the wrong questions, it might get us closer to asking the right questions. And if we ask the right questions, then we can straighten out the rhetoric and get people to, oh, 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 okay, I kind of see what you're saying. Anchor allows sponsorships as well. On the other hand, along with that, I really do appreciate you thinking of who is a friend of mine that might be interested in this podcast. Because I think I I attempt to provide a service, and for many Cubs fans who are interested in more specified discussion topics, That's what I'm here for. 
So what do I think is the question that is not being asked? It revolves around two specific players that if you've been paying close attention to the Cubs season this year, you're probably familiar with both of the players. Key Brian Hayes and Dylan Carlson. Key Brian Hayes is a third baseman. His father, Charlie Hayes, played in the major leagues for a number of teams. Yankees, Phillies, I think. So Key Brian Hayes has the lineage thing. He understands the what it's like to be in a Major League Baseball family. Dylan Carlson was a high school draft pick by the Cardinals a number of years back, and he's taken the long, slow trip up the Cardinals pipeline and debuted this year after the COVID epidemic hit the Cardinals camp. And the Cardinals kind of ran out outfielders, and they decided, well, let's put this guy out there and see what he does. His defense has been very good. His offense has been sketchy, but he hit a big home run a couple night, uh, last night against Milwaukee. Key Brian Hayes and Dylan Carlson are players that Pittsburgh and St. Louis called up from their minor league system and set loose on the major leagues and they will be around for a while. Where are those players for the Cubs? Where are those players for the Cubs? Where are the internally developed offensive players for the Cubs? Well, technically the answer to the question is they're still at the alternate training site in South Bend because they're not really ready to contribute yet. But that's the elephant in the room question. It's not about going out and signing this free agent or that. It's about where are the players. Other teams are calling up guys. Pitcher here, reliever there, starter there, third baseman there, outfielder there. Where are those guys for the Cubs? If the Cubs can't internally answer questions... They're screwed for that reason. Miguel Amaya is going to eventually be one of those players. Braylon Marquez is eventually going to be one of those players. Brennan Davis is eventually going to be one of those players. Perhaps. And this was not the proper year, apparently, to call up either of those three for legitimate major league time. Had they had an opportunity to play upper minor leagues baseball this year, perhaps it would have been. Next year, we shall see where they end up playing. I have no idea where the Cubs affiliates will be next season. South Bend still makes a lot of sense. Des Moines still makes a lot of sense. I have no problem with the Knoxville, Tennessee sort of area. No problem with that, if that's what ends up happening. 
but as far as where the four affiliates will be, I don't know that Myrtle Beach ends up being one that the Cubs are associated with anymore. I've liked them, but then I, I like Daytona is in Daytona Beach as well, except for the regular rainouts. But for the Cubs to finally become a traditional team, it has to be standard protocol for player gets drafted, player gets developed, player shows up at the major league level, player struggles some, has some success, gets sent back down, gets brought back up, struggles a little bit less. Kind of like what Edward Alzelay has done. That ought to be what's going on regularly with multiple players. The answers for fixing the Cubs' solutions should not always be, well, you know that guy who a couple years ago was really good? He has to get better. That sounds a whole lot like trading for a washed-up Johnny Callison and wondering why he isn't the same all-star he was in 1964 you have an Ian Hap. That's not a wave. <laughs> That's two guys. A wave is you have a whole bunch of players that are coming up and possibly might be good. Some of them will be. Some of them won't be. And until that starts happening, not only will the wrong question be being asked, Many Cubs fans, and here's the tough part, many people in the media won't even grasp that calling up players from the minor leagues and getting production from them regularly is the way it's supposed to work in baseball. That's the way it's supposed to work. It's what the Dodgers do. It's what the Cardinals do. It's what every team in baseball does to one extent or another. Yes, there will be free agent signings. Yes, there will be that one person who gets added. But it should be more along the lines of an occasional big name, a few guys to fill in from free agency. But most of the time, it ought to be the players that were drafted early show up and help the team. Not just the first rounders. The guys from the second and the third and the fourth rounds and from the international pools, they should be they should be added to the system and they should be productive. If the players in the pipeline aren't productive, that's a problem. That is a huge problem. 
And I have no doubt Tom Ricketts is less asking Theo Epstein and crew what free agent veterans are you going to sign in the offseason? And he's more asking when are the kids going to arrive? When are the waves of talent going to arrive from the pipeline? Until that elephant in the room question gets answered. The Cubs aren't going to be who we expect them to be. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast up soon as circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to have that one worth your time as well. Be safe. Go Cubs go. And be nice to people.